Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. everything. Well, in an upcoming documentary on Patrick Swayze, his widow says that he was physically abused by his mother, Patsy. Oh. She was a choreographer and founder of the Houston Jazz Ballet Company, not to mention a perfectionist. And she could be apparently brutal. So brutal, in fact, that on Patrick's 18th birthday, his father actually threatened to divorce her if she didn't stop hitting him. And that's where the abuse ended. But uh, oh my goodness! Patrick's widow childhood, huh? credited his mother with his intense work ethic. "Quote: If somebody pushes you that hard, like his mom did, it can make you. It can make some people cave, but it made him fight harder." Mm. She added that their relationship improved over the years, and that he was very close to her right up until his death in 2009. She says Patrick absolutely loved and respected her. Patsy died four years later in 2013. Mm. Wow, there's wow. pushing. Uh, there's pushing, but my goodness, then there's kind of going over the line with it. I I don't know. I never heard that. No. Yeah. And that's coming in an upcoming documentary or a memoir? Uh, documentary. Documentary. Okay. I'm going to watch this. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. You got us. Yes, I am. And now for something completely different. Today is the 50th anniversary of the start of Woodstock. Oh. Oh, see? Oh. So the staff at Billboard came up with a list of what they think are the best songs from 1969. Number three. Remember that song? No. Oh, yes! What, I don't know the name, but yes, I do know it. What is it? Sweet Judy Blue Eyes by Crosby, oh! Stills, and Nash. Yes. All right, number two. I, I don't know. I was thinking the Adams Family there for a second. <laughs> I heard do do <laughs> Okay. Okay, whoa. Alexa's saying don't try to sing anymore. No, no, no. I like this game, though. Okay, number two. I wish I had the actual clips, but I don't. Okay, number two. I am everyday people. Oh, every, yes. Everyday who, people. Aretha redid it, but who was the... Okay, oh. now, I think Prince was highly influenced by this guy. Oh. And his band. Oh, uh, Lex, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta I, take I, this. Oh, we know the song. We love the song. Who is it? Sly and the Family Stone. Oh. Yep. Why okay. do you know this, Lex? And then uh, number one, apparently, according to Billboard, best songs of 1969 when Woodstock was going on. uh, I remember the intro went. I'm loving this song. (laughs) Stand by me. 
Oh, that's good. a good guess. Benny King. Oh, that okay, does no. sound like sound. Like, yes, that, okay, that's I'll not g- it, though. Huh? I'll give you the group. Okay. The Zombies. Okay. And the song oh, yeah. is Time of the Season. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's Lex, the time oh. of the season. <laughs> See, doom, I know doom, 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 doom. when I hear it, then I know it. But music is my weak Yeah, point sometimes with- the... Th- Placing the artist in the name. I mean, no offense to your fine singing. Yeah, no, you did great there, Rob. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, quickly, BuzzFeed has a list of uh, famous Dungeons & Dragons junkies. It includes uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Vin Diesel, Stephen Colbert, Anderson Cooper, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Rain Wilson. Big Dungeons & Dragons fans. (laughs) Thanks, Ranger. Thanks for bringing that back. Yeah. All right. All righty. For more of the latest celebrity news, you can download our mobile app or visit mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Welcome to the 6 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything a big hearty. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. I'm Jace, along with Alexis and Rob filling in for Dawn, who's taking some days off. And speaking of hey, girl, hey, don't forget, I, uh, a week from today, Lex. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I know. Oh. A week from today, we will be kicking off the show at the Minnesota State Fair. Wow. uh, At our uh, new, it was new last year, so still new, our brand new permanent building. And uh, come see us. We have bleachers uh, this year. Oh, we do? Yes. Oh, really? We're very excited about this. So uh, we normally have chairs and and, uh, tables, and uh, and those are very comfy. But this year, we've got bleachers. (gasps) Oh, I didn't. Oh, that's good. Yes. That's good. And don't forget to pick, uh, pick up our 2019 hey girl, hey. t-shirt. You're so going to like it. So soft. Gray, that beautiful gray people like. Nice and bright um, colors. The soft blend, the poly cotton blend. Mm. That's, oh, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a version of it right now. It's so, so good. So oh. get them before they sell out. Remind me to get my sister one this year because she was not very okay. happy me- with me when she saw my sister-in-law in last year's. Oh, I forgot to send I, her be- one. Whoops. Oh, believe me. It is a whole, it is a whole ordeal <laughs> with, with my mom and then Colin's family. Yeah. They put in their orders. I, I already got my order like three weeks ago of like what sizes, <laughs> how many I how need. Many, right. Because truly people love those t-shirts because yes. of how soft they are. They, my mother-in-law wears well colin wears the mint green hey girl hey um from i think 2016 or 15 all of the time oh yes because it's just it's as one of his lounge that's a good um, one that's a good color for him too yeah that minty color yes that remember that one that yeah. was oh uh, yes yeah. i do mm-hmm. a minty still so have mine collect them all hey girl hey yes coming up on uh, 608 oh the miley liam uh, situation has turned a little ugly. Did you read this, Lex? Oh my gosh, yes. And it is. It was kind of unexpected because I guess we kind of blame Miley for everything, don't we? Kissing uh, on the yacht and stuff and partying. Well, and a little unfairly. And I'll, I mean, it is I'll, I'll say, I mean, I do it and it's not fair because we, we, we still hold her. 
we hold her to her old behavior and we don't. But having said that, so the headline out of TMZ is uh, things are turning ugly between these two. And it has become, and, and I'll just break it down here. The main gist of this article is Miley is possibly a cheater. And Liam likes to party, right, Lex? Liam allegedly is a party guy? Yes, and that's, I guess we kind of gave her that title, but it turns out that she's more of the homebody, and he's the one out partying, drinking, doing drugs, and that lifestyle, the the differences in that, broke up their marriage. Well, and then, so that's Liam, but what they're saying about Miley is, is that she possibly cheated, that she right. cheated uh, with the girl on the yacht that was um, Jenner, Brody Jenner's ex. I don't know. Or was there another person? I don't know. Ugh. I mean, uh, you know, and, and did the cheating happen after they decided to separate? Because I, I read, I you know, again, what's so funny is I, we say this and it's like nobody knows. Nobody's ever really going to know. But. I had read that they had been separate. They they've separated for a while. That they haven't been getting along. This isn't anything new. Thus, those stories that came out that their friends weren't surprised by this. I had read that this has been going on for months, and maybe this quote unquote affair that Miley had was actually during their separation. When you know couples do come up with their own unique rules or whatever their rules are for separations, right? Um, so maybe Miley didn't cheat. Maybe this was just during the separation when they were both like, hey, as you know, Ross and Rachel, we're on a break. <laughs> we're on maybe, a break. Maybe they were on a break. So people labeling. A kissing a girl. Yeah. Lake Como. Lake no, Como. Yeah, they were out, you know, in Italy. Not the one in St. Paul. No, no, no. No, no. Not Lake Paddle Boats. No, not. Not Lake Homo. That's my favorite lake. But no, this is Lake Como. Oh, Lake Homo. Where's Lake Homo? Yeah. I want to go. It's in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah. The overly dramatic headline from TMZ. Here it is: Miley Cyrus, Liam's Liam Hensworth split turns nasty. Drug cheating claims. So I don't oh. know. Again, slice off half of the story, and that's pro. You'll get somewhere near the truth. No offense, TMZ, but I, I, let's just take off. Let's trim the fat on this one. I, I, I don't think Miley cheated. I don't. Yeah. I just don't. I think. Now, look, I'm looking at pictures oh. right now. She is, in fact, kissing a young lady. Now, again. Yeah, Caitlin Carter's her name. And she looks very happy. Can I just say? Yes, she does. She looks very happy. Like, bye. Uh-huh. So maybe, maybe it was Liam. Maybe Liam was a pill. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, you know, they've, they've had a relationship for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So Miley's only 26 years old. Yeah. So at 16, you know, they started dating and on and off. And I'm not saying, you know, this is it's a young thing because a lot of people find each other in, at a young age and it works yes. out. And it works um, out. And then you, then you add fame and celebrity on top yep. of that. I, I just, yep. can you imagine? Well, unpaid researcher. Things. Unpaid researcher Phil Jones, Lex. Oh, yeah, um, what did he find out? He has dug into this, man. Okay. (laughs) According to unpaid researcher Phil Jones, he said Liam... Uh, Liam allegedly cheated on Miley three times in in, in his 10 years of relationships with her. Wow. 
So three. So he's a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, according to. And I haven't so said that since cheater. I was fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's the cheater. Are yeah. they K I S S I N G? That's right. What sticks on me, or whatever. That's it. Anyway, but maybe so. He maybe he's the cheater. I don't know. Again, as I said at the beginning of this, we'll never know, and we shouldn't know. Yeah. For these, unless there's a lifetime movie or now a memoir or something coming out. Something. Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, I mentioned it a few minutes ago. We will be at the Minnesota State Fair from the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage, girl, from 6A to 6P. Uh, Programming note, that's right, starting uh, at the Minnesota State Fair, Jason and Alexis in the morning will start at 6 a.m. Mark your calendars. uh, Tell your friends and neighbors. Plus, a special weekend broadcast just from the fair. Uh, um, uh, My dear friend Lex and I will be kicking it off on Saturday. We'll be there Saturday 11 to 1, right, Lex? Uh, That's right. that, that first Saturday affair, Dawn and I will then uh, take the car and uh, run it right in the ditch on uh, Labor Day. <laughs> on the last day. That's right. That, Find you know, that, that broadcast is really fun on the last day of the fair on Labor Day. Oh, I'm looking forward yeah. to it, actually. Yeah, yeah I'm, it that's, it's so busy. So oh, yeah. uh, seeing everybody. Our building's on Underwood Street, just south of Randall. Make sure you sign up to win some patio furniture, too, from Patio Town. So lots of fun stuff going on. It is uh, 6.13. When we come back, Crank Yankers. Anybody? Show of hands. You <laughs> love that show. Lex has some good news for you. I have bad news for Michael Strahan when we return. Mm. More hotness for you. 6.19, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Everything entertainment, everything Honey Badger. Honey Badger don't care. <laughs> nope, Honey Badger don't mm-hmm. care. He eats what he Just wants. Doesn't, no, he eats what he wants, Lex. Uh, crank Yankers. Now, yes. Lex, uh, if people don't know what this show is, can you explain? I watched it a few times. But, oh, oh, it's delightfully uncomfortable because it's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's a puppet prank call show <laughs> produced by Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla. It ran for four seasons, ending in 2007. And I guess back in February, Comedy Central's the network normally that it ran on originally. They contacted Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla, asked if they would be interested in doing a fifth season. They said yes, and it's coming September 25th. It is coming. Yes, it is happening now. So they do a prank call, and then they play back the the call and then acted out with puppets and they're really cool handmade puppets fun to see that in and of itself but looks like a lot of the original cast members will be coming back tracy morgan kathy griffin sarah silverman david allen greer of course jimmy and adam will also be playing their puppets as well but some new additions to this season tiffany haddich aubrey plaza bobby moynihan and abby jacobson Oh, really? I, it's just some of the stuff that they get away with. It can get crude. It can be kind of reminds me of birthday pranks. You and Don, you know, did we're on a little hiatus. With- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That for now, but yeah. um, hearing you guys do that, it kind of reminds me a little of, of Crank Yankers and... Yeah, I'm oh. excited. Yeah, there's you know there's a little butt clenchage, but it's really funny too. Uh, should we play a little bit of the yeah, promo? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, yeah, if okay. you need a reminder or if you are just tasting it for the first time, <laughs> here's a little taste. Can I help you? What is this about? My name is Spoonie Love. I'm up above. Could you have my baby? Somebody else's diapers from your people, like a baby wears, but for a man. It makes no difference what you tell me about what you're wanting to do. How are we able to have a, a weapon sticky lip? This isn't the service for you. You're wasting my time. You're on the weed right now? Right now? <laughs> Why are you burping into the phone? What if I get pregnant by a ghost? You know, the voice is very familiar. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Y'all have to see the promo because it's like this close up and it's revolving around all the puppets. Oh, gosh. I, you know, I like this, but I didn't love it. I'm oh. going to watch this one now. Yeah, I'm excited to see it come back. Now, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, he's doing so many things. So to yeah. add this on on the plate, too. But, you know, it's it's fun. And he loves making this show. So I think it will. You know, it went away, I think, for a lot of reasons. Mostly because you know some of the stuff was pretty edgy that they would talk about and that they would you know prank call people about. I don't oh, know what yeah. that speaks about humanity and culture right now that <laughs> we want it back. But either way, now are these I'm excited well, are these hand sized puppets or like would you say that they were inspired by the Muppets kind of thing or no? They kind of look Muppety. Yeah, they do. Yep, hand sized puppets. Um, yeah, it's. <laughs> Just fun it sounds great. Yeah, great question. Yeah, right. um, yeah, I mean they're hand sewn, and you can see as they're sewing one of them in the in the promo there. Um, but that alone, the artistry of doing that, it's pretty fun to see. It's, yeah, but yeah, they look like Muppets. Well, and the question with Crank Anchors too is what you you just said a few minutes ago. Yeah, is we are. It is a different time, and unfortunately, yeah. it's a time where everybody is eighty thousand bazillion gazillion times more sensitive everybody's offended about everything so how is this gonna play are they just not gonna care are they just gonna pull the lever and not give a rat's rear yeah but jason at the same time something interesting is happening yes for sure people are are more hypersensitive to things but at at, at the same time uh, i feel like there are more people who just feel empowered and boldened to just say whatever they want and it's things that they've already felt and maybe um for a while, it was just, you know, hidden. You just don't say those things. Um, but maybe that's why this show is able to come back and maybe make fun of, um, you know, whether you're too PC or you're just saying whatever you want and you don't care what anybody says. That's true. Hopefully, they're going to be able to point that out, and you know, culturally, that that's kind of what's happening. It's kind of a weird reality, actually. Yeah, it is. Oh, I'm going to watch. Uh, oh, yes. I, lo- I-, I love September 25th. everyone. 
I love everyone that's doing those pranks. So that yeah. that is going to be fantastic. Hey, guys, uh, don't forget to download the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers available right now. It is a in-depth uh, episode about one of our favorite resorts to stay at, which is Animal Kingdom Lodge. Lexus stayed there. <gasps> yes. You can literally, it's the one resort where um, it is a deluxe resort, so it is a little more pricey. But if you are wanting an experience, you have children or adults that love animals, and you and your budget can do it, girl. Yeah. Go. This is the resort for you. This is the one I we stayed at uh, during the holidays, and I told you Lex had it too, where. You walk out your balcony and you're basically on the savanna and giraffes are about four feet from you. It's it's crazy. There's uh, I had a zebra. I I was eating breakfast out on the my pad on the balcony of my room and I walk out. and I'm like, holy crap. Hello, zebra. And there was a zebra right there. So it's so cool. The pros and cons of Animal Lodge. Uh, Search for Two Fairy Godfathers on Podcast One, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram for pretty and fun pictures. I just posted a new one. Uh, Coming up on 626, when we come back, bad news, as I said, from Michael Strahan. Plus, what's the hottest job in America? Well, one of them. Lex will tell you when we return. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 107 wound 631. I'm Jace with Lex. Don McClain is off for a couple days. Our buddy Rob filling in. Hello. 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 Um, bad news from Michael Strahan and Sarah Haynes over there on Strahan and Sarah. Oh, what's going on, Jace? Well, the ratings aren't great. And um, it's been on for a little while. And I, you know, I, I always have a pause with doing these ratings stories, especially with daytime, because it it's the truth. It takes a long time for these shows to cement and to find an audience, especially daytime is the most difficult time period. Believe me, I know. And yes, having said that, there's so much competition and there aren't as many eyeballs available, especially in daytime because people are working. And anyway, so I I say that because I don't always like doing these stories and jumping on the bandwagon of, oh, it's a disaster. The ratings aren't a disaster, but this all the reason this, the ratings for Strahan and Sarah have come into focus over the last 48 hours is because Megan McCain tried to do something nice, for heaven's sake. She was congratulating her Fox News Channel friend, Harris Faulkner, who in six degrees of Hubbard's uh, separation, Harris Faulkner used to be an anchor on KSTP on mm-hmm. Five Eyewitness News. Right, Rob? Used, you remember to work, used to work with her, yes. Yes. Ah. So Harris Faulkner um, and uh, separation from myself. Harris Faulkner is married to Tony Berlin, who was a reporter at WCCO when I worked there. So Tony's a great guy. Anyway, so Harris has a show on daytime on Fox News Channel called, I believe, Outnumbered or something. Yeah, Outnumbered. And then she does a separate show called Over uh, Outnumbered Overtime that in many markets goes up against Strahan and Sarah. Well, a report came out that Harris is kicking butt in the ratings. So Megan McCain tweeted a congratulatory tweet uh, connected to that story. Well, the the gossip crows took that as Megan taking a passive-aggressive swipe at Sarah, 
who used to be with Megan on The View. And I'm mm. thinking, y'all are really looking for dirt. Wow, y'all you're trying to make lo- something out of nothing. Nothing. You're trying to make some. There's two aspects of the story. First, you're they're trying to find something out of nothing. And number two, the people that don't like Megan McCain look at her through a filter that is unfair. Now, look, does every, you know, Megan McCain isn't all, I, Megan, I, well, everybody on The View, that's why it's The View. Yep. I don't agree with any of them all of the time. But my goodness, settle down, you crows. <laughs> Well, because her tweet was actually really sweet. She said she's really proud of her. He's thanked her for being a woman she can look up to in the industry and that she's been able to achieve many goals and she loves their friendship. Yes. Don't don't just assume there's a boogeyman behind everyone or or nasty intent behind every one of Meghan McCain's tweets. That's that's grossly unfair to her. And it's not she was as Alexis just read. I mean, God forbid she should just congratulate a friend of hers. It doesn't mean that she is simultaneously taking a swipe at her ex-colleague. You know, and people are going, oh, well, there were rumors that Sarah and Megan didn't get along in The View. Well, great. But just because they didn't, they weren't buddy-buddy doesn't mean that Megan is is so immature that she's going to take passive-aggressive swipes at her in social media. I, I, I just... It drives me nuts. It, it, it's it's not. I don't think it's fair. Now, mm-hmm. I will say. Now, yeah, here's the, the second aspect. Of this? <laughs> well, they do. I mean, they're not great. Um, they're not great, and that's why people are, are connecting the dots and saying, "Well, that's why they brought in Kiki Palmer to be a third co-host for Strahan and Sarah." Which let's not forget. Strahan and Sarah used to be called GMA Day, which was the worst name ever given to a daytime show ever. Yeah, why would they um, do that to them? Why, why would they? That's horrible. Yeah. But GMA Day slash Strahan and Sarah replaced the Chew, which I got to tell you, I, I had many people that I knew that loved the Chew. Oh, my I, mom. I, oh, I get. I mean, look, it's a business decision. The ratings obviously weren't there. ABC's not dumb. They canceled it for a reason, but so they canceled the chew and replaced it with Strahan and Sarah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know a, a person in my life. I, I've never heard someone say to me, did you see Strahan and Sarah today? I, 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 do you know anybody that watches the show? Yeah, I guess I haven't heard that. No. Yeah. So the ratings aren't great. The, that's the bottom line. The ratings yeah, aren't great. Do you think Kiki Palmer is going to help? No. In the okay, because part of it was to get a younger audience. Yeah. And then you wonder, well, is a younger a- audience even there to be had? They're <laughs> not. Just, Trust just me. Time wise, right? Yeah, Jace, you know. Trust me, they're not. Youngins aren't a. They're not home. Mm-hmm. They're in school or they're out. And number two. They ain't watching TV like we are. Oh, right. Yeah. Like no. we did. They are. There was an intern, uh, our intern here uh, for the summer. I was fascinated. He was like uh, watching YouTube TV. Yeah. Jace, that's that's, that's how everyone's. Right it's all streaming and podcasting. I, I think when I'm they want pretty, it. Yeah. I think I'm pretty tech savvy. Yeah. But he had to educate me. On YouTube TV, like I know what YouTube Red is. I have that. That's the no commercial subscription for YouTube. Yeah. But but he has YouTube TV. Have you seen this, Lex? I have. Yeah. I I've, sound, I've, now I've, I yeah, sound deep like deep diving into YouTube. I I have because that's I I love you. Know, 
I actually go to YouTube more than I go to um, any of my the streaming or definitely broadcast cable. Yeah. Well, this one, it's $40 a month, and he gets live KSTP. He gets the local channels. He gets Bravo. He gets, I'm like, wow. Yeah. And he takes it everywhere. And I'm like, that's how young people are taking in media now. I'm yep. sorry. That's just the way that it is. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the, the things that we are, because remember, we're paying, what, $180, $190 a month for cable and all of the streaming services. I know, Jace, you're in kind of the same boat around the same amount. Yeah. And we're trying to make different choices. And YouTube TV is a great alternative. Yeah. To get, yeah, the major networks, plus the extra little goodies that they have, too. Yeah, I, I, I had no idea. It was an education. But any hoodly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the young people, bring it back to Strands, the yeah. young people aren't there anyway. So, ABC, did, did, you know, yeah. don't go chasing them because they're not going to be watching Strahan and Sarah. So, I don't know. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, speaking of things that I don't think we're going to be watching, did you hear NBC? I think it's NBC. They want to do a St. Elmo's Fire TV show. What? Why? Uh, th- thank you. First of all, how are you going to find the? Uh, how are you going to find a 2019 Brat Pack? Rob, have you ever seen Saint Elmo's Fire? Uh, it's been too long to remember much about it. Yeah, <laughs> I, just remember the, I remember the th- playing the theme song on the radio. John Parr, yeah, the artist. Oh, Here's there we the, go. I love. I will admit, I do love this soundtrack. And it's a great movie. It's fun. It's great. Emilio Estevez. Andrew McCarthy, Demi Moore. Judd Nelson, Demi Moore, Rob Lowe. But how, it's about a postgraduate school, finding your place in life. Yeah, becoming an adult. Yeah. Times have changed. Well, I guess maybe that's the whole point is that... Gonna, I, but how uh, are you, you going to cast this? I mean, you're going to have to get unknowns yeah. or something, but... And how are you going to stretch this movie into, I mean, is it going to be like 30-something where it's just about that age, like your late 20s or your mid-20s? Yeah. But isn't that But isn't that what the entire CW network is? <laughs> well, that's I, what I'm wondering. How is this going to differentiate from so many shows right now? It's basically the same thing. Trying yes. to make your way into adulthood. Yeah. I, I just don't know how it's going to be any different than anything that we see on the uh, creek. Oh, wait, no, the creek's over with. Oh, yeah, creek, yeah. Dawson's yeah. Creek's over. I, mm-hmm. Damn it, I'm, really, I'm behind the times. But I <laughs> that soundtrack, though, y'all get it. There's some great instrumental. This That song that I just played, the St. Elmo's Fire Love theme, uh, that came out in 1985. I still love that. I love a good score. I love a good oh, movie score, yes. and that's that's such a good one. Rob Lowe. Look, look Rob Lowe was still hot. Let's be Crystal Carrington clear. Yeah. But my goodness, I'm looking at a picture of him, a cast photo from St. Elmo's oh, yeah, Fire. Let me, let me do that, too. Let's see. He, he was beautiful. Beautiful. And Andrew McCarthy, oh, I, had yeah. such a, I had such a crush on Andrew McCarthy. He oh, has one of my, see, yeah. that the Andrew McCarthy nose is Andrew one of McCarthy my, up too. I love his nose. I, I covet his nose. Oh, yeah. That's Fun a very fact. nice he nose. Has a, yeah. He has a great nose. I love a good nose. Like, Colin yeah. has a great nose. He hates his nose. I love it. But I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew has a fantastic nose. What you, has he been up to, huh? You haven't, you, haven't met me in, you haven't met me in person yet. Do you have a good nose, well, Rob? I, I grew up in a, in a French background, so uh, yeah. a bit of a pronounced nose. Yeah, my father, nice my, nose, father my father really had a pronounced nose. And 
I remember one time when I was a kid and we were on a flight to, uh, together. The whole family was heading to Disney World, I think, of all places. Yeah. And the uh, flight attendant asked my father if he wanted a kosher meal. I think just be based on his oh. nose. Oh, was, shut up. I'm serious, dude. <laughs> was, oh my goodness! And uh, I, you know, I think he kind of laughed it off. But um, yeah, have you never heard anything like that? <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You do have a nice oh, nose, Rob. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, there we go. So, geez, nose. wait till you see it in person. <laughs> I'm, I can't wait. I'll take it to my plastic surgeon and, <laughs> yeah, and, and there ask you for go. the Rob nose. <laughs> Six, 642. Uh, I mentioned this to Alexis uh, about 45 minutes ago. Oh, my goodness. I... I have a new obsession. I, yes. I was in a I was in a vortex yesterday. I'll tell you what that is. Plus, Alexis will tell you if there is reincarnation. Alexis has decided what she would like to come back as when we return. Six forty-seven. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. Everything carnivals. I'm Jace with Lex. <laughs> Don McLean's off. Our buddy Rob filling in today. Morning. Uh, morning. <laughs> so. Hey, another quick reminder, don't forget to come visit us at the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, we're going to be there uh, each weekday. A week from today, we'll Whoa. be kicking things off. A week from today. And starting at the Minnesota State Fair, Jason and Alexis in the morning will begin at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. So come down and see us. Uh, Lex and I will be there. Don will be back at the studio. Uh, but, but you can still meet Don and the two of us. Um, every weekday uh, at noon, right, Lex? Noon to twelve thirty. Yes, yes. Uh, right in our, our booth meeting. there. Yep. That's right. Our brand new booth. So come down and yeah, see us. Yeah, putting together a really fun photo booth, and mm-hmm. it will be great. You can help Alexis go to the bathroom because she's gonna have to pee a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Lex. Yeah. <laughs> the, the smells there. I'm hoping everything will be okay, but we're gonna give it yeah. a good shot. Yes. We're gonna try, Lex. Yes, we try. are. Yes. That's right. It's funny. So, I'm not getting any cravings. Pregnancy cravings. I'm more having aversions so, mm. to fried food and to which is horrible for the you know not not great timing for the fair, but um, and uh, like smoked meats and things like that. So oh, I was going to ask. So right now, fried foods is yeah. what you're you don't like. Oh yeah, just the smell of them. Oh really? Right. So like the fair <laughs> probably oh, going to take Lex. all the fun out of it. I think. <laughs> What happens? Because again, that you're, I am living vicariously through you. I'm loving this pregnancy, so thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so what, you're welcome. Yeah, yes. yeah. Happy what, to serve. Exactly. What does it feel like? Is it just like a nauseous that you, yeah. you, you oh. like when you think about fried food, you kind of get nauseous? Yeah, it's even the thought of it. But when I actually smell it, yeah, it's gagging. It's the whole thing. Sometimes it's more. Mm. So, um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fascinating. It's very weird. Things that I used to love. Uh, actually, you know, we always joked what I'd be like pregnant because, you know, I normally like to eat pickles. And, you know, what, what else is a pregnancy? Fried chicken, things like that. that pecan pie, my pecan mom. Pecan pie, yeah. yeah. I just, there's a lot of things. I'm just like, nope, give me the plain soup. and. <laughs> so do you oh, think wow. you'll go back to wanting those things afterwards? Or I do you think so. you'll forever not? That's a great question. I'm, I guess we'll find out, but I, you'd hope that I, I, I hope that I go back to liking those things because I did really enjoy eating them. <laughs> it's, it's weird to be to say you know something that you loved, and now it's like, oh no way! I can't even imagine eating chicken. Well, now Lex, now damn it, I, now yes? we. You got to solve this because yeah. we always get the fried green tomatoes together. So I, know. I don't. I mean at the fair. So I just. 
Right. I mean, selfishly, Lex, if you could take care of this, that'd be great. <laughs> I know. I really on, like these Work on that, will you? We have one Work week. On Let's Come go. On. We have one week. I Get really over want this. Those, I really want those fried green tomatoes with you. So, hey, yes. I'll give it a good go because you're right. Just the memory of, yeah, the sweet memories of... We get them every year. You're right. We get them every year. So, yeah, if you could <sighs> try to work on that before next Thursday, right, it'd be deal. great. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So come on and see us. Yes. I, uh, oh, I have a new... Okay, so uh, other than going to Disney World, which which I am going this weekend. Yeah, do you leave tomorrow? Uh, we leave tomorrow. Or, okay. Yeah, it's our... Flex, oh, I'm we so do. excited for you to make another lightsaber. <laughs> I know, Lex, we do that. Um, I always laugh about this, so... Um, we, my talk show gets done at a, so follow the math, everybody, or follow, follow the time frame. My talk show gets done at 11 a.m. And then I shoot a promo, promos for the next day. And then I do a meet and greet. So I don't even leave my studio until about 1130 on a long day when we have a very active audience, 1140. Right. My flight, this flight that I take, thank you, Delta. Please don't get rid of this flight. There is a there is a daily most most days. There is a daily flight to Orlando nonstop from Minneapolis at one PM. This is the flight that we take on Fridays. But as you if if you're looking at the clock, you're doing the same math I am. It is a very tight turnaround. So I always get a little stressed on Fridays, but I'm but yeah, so we leave on we leave uh Friday where uh a three-day weekend and come back oh, Tuesday. Fun. So that I'm is so the ex- perfect. You're right. That that's the perfect flight for us. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. So yeah, and then our Star Wars, we get a special preview of Galaxy's Edge on Sunday. That's when our reservation is, Ooh. and because uh, it doesn't open to the public for another week or so. But uh, and a little bit later in the show, there was a fascinating article because. People, oh, people are running. These websites are running with these headlines that it's a flop, that it's a flop at Disneyland. What? Uh, yeah, I read this thing in Forbes, which Forbes I take is not junk websites. It's a reputable source. Yeah. A fascinating putting things into perspective about Disney parks and how calm down people it's really too early to call anything a flop but we'll we'll get into that a little bit later yeah, yeah and all the buzz i'm sure that some of the hardcore fans are are waiting well that's part of the thing is first of all the damn thing just opened in may and number 2 the second main attraction isn't even open no, yet no it isn't so people look Disney World is expensive for families. It is, believe me. I run the numbers. We run the numbers all the time for our podcast. It is expensive. So if Disney World is a once in a lifetime trip or a once every 4 years trip, yep. And people people are going to wait to get the maximum enjoyment. So they're going to wait until Galaxy's Edge is open. So that's why people probably aren't there right now. They're waiting uh, until both rides open, it's it's not fully done. I mean, where the there's two big rides at Galaxy's Edge, and only one is open right now. Uh, the another the other one, arguably the biggest one, doesn't even open till December at Disney World and next year at Disneyland. So 
people. You Calm know what down, it is. people. Well, it's 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 haters. It's Disney haters who come in with a bias anyway. They already they they hate the Mouse House, so they get a kernel of bad news and they run with it. They because you know the stories and it's true. I was there. It's not anecdotal. I was there. Attendance is down. Disney Galaxy's Edge was not as busy as I had thought. But that is because people are freaked the blank out. Oh, yeah. They are avoiding it because we pumped it up so much. I was like, oh, my goodness, there's going to be eight-hour waits. Yeah, no one wants that. No, people stayed home. But that doesn't mean that something is a failure. Disneyland ran out of food on Mm. its first day. Disneyland, the cement. Lots of flops in the beginning. Yes. It's a marathon. Yes, Epcot was a flop. Hollywood Studios it had a second year attendance drop that scared it was it was one of the reasons Michael Eisner left. Um Disneyland cement, it was so hot in California, the cement was melting. People were falling into the cement. <laughs> they wow. were sinking into the cement. It's a mar- as Alexa said, it's a marathon, not a race. So calm down, haters. Anyway, yeah, I Coming can't wait up- to go to. But I, I, know, but I you know what? I'm you. one of those. I, I'm I'm waiting till everything's open. Yes, I'm one of those people. Should yes, new listener rewards coming. uh, Well, no, they're not coming. They're here for August. Enter to win a 250 back to school shopping spree. Movie passes too for Art of Racing in the Rain, The Kitchen, Dora, and the Lost City of Gold. Uh, And my favorite movie, Where'd You Go, Bernadette? To find out more about listener rewards, go to mytalk1071.com. We're going to take a break. Uh, When we come back, I'll tell you guys about my new obsession. Oh, my goodness. Plus, is there a feud on Will and Grace? And Lex Mm. watches the Handmaid's Tale finale. All that next.